Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Iggy. Um, back again. What's up, man? I'm a so. I know everybody doesn't really care about my personal life, but I'm in a new spot recording, and so there's gonna be a little bit of an echo until I get it straight. Um, but um, it's quiet. I can talk my shit. And that's all I really need, right? I need to just need to be quiet and talk my shit. Um, anyways, so yeah, man. I hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a good summer. It's hot as fuck. Um right now. It's super hot. I don't think it's been lower than eighty five, and that's saying a lot, because eighty five feel like ninety, ninety two. But it's it was I mean, I had a three week stretch there, at least where I'm from, where it was like hundred, ninety eight hundred, and I lost AC at my job during that time. You know, and I still have to work. Just think about that. But anyways, <clears throat> um, that's why I'm trying to work for myself, man. So when it's fucking hot, I could just be like, dog, I ain't doing no work today. I'll just do a podcast tomorrow. Anyways, um, so yeah, man, I uh, hope everybody's having a good summer. Um, getting shit straight, getting ready for the fall, for the kids. I know school about to start for me personally. School's about to start, which is fucking crazy and making me trip out a little bit. Um, but I, I'm excited for it. Uh, new, new stage of fatherhood for me. So, um, but yeah, man, I hope everybody's doing good, setting up straight for school. If you do school, if not working hard, uh, we're past the halfway mark of the year, 2022. So we're closing in on the end of 22. Um, so yeah, just think about that. What you're trying to, what you're trying to do this year, um, and finish strong. Anyways, so normally, now the last episode I did was very personal. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Also, they listened to it and like, you know, gave me some encouragement or, you know, appreciated me being um, personal and shit like that. Like, uh, I appreciate that, man, because, yeah, I just, I do want to be more personal with y'all a little bit. Um, That's kind of what this whole taking a break thing. I actually... um, listened to that episode not too long ago about me saying, you know, I need to take a break and shit like that. And it was just going to be a lot more personal shit. So I'm happy that that's kind of become a fruition thing. Uh, I may have lost some followers or listeners because of that, but I feel like the listeners and the followers that I have kept are going to definitely appreciate the moves made because they've been here in the intimate moment. So uh, when shit prospers, then... I can say they were there when shit was intimate. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I appreciate all of that. But normally, you know, that's what I did last time. This time, I've been seeing um, uh, a topic the past week. And I haven't talked about shit I love in a minute, like hip-hop and sports. Actually, I I might have talked about sports recently, but um, definitely not hip-hop. So... (laughs) It's funny that this came into to fruition because I'm like, my head's been all over the place about, you know, my personal shit going on. And so, like, um, I was like, man, I need to, like, have something where I don't have to. It's, you know, it's not really easy, but it's easy to talk about. And uh, there's a topic going around that's saying, um, well, not a topic, but T-Pain was on DJ Academics recently. And uh, he had a lot to say. Which I fuck with academics recently. Ever since he left and kind of created his own platform on Twitch and shit, I fuck with him, bro. And I'm gonna be honest about him. He, he's, 
he hasn't been wrong about really anything. Like most of his takes are one hundred percent on. He don't put it out there unless he has sources. Like he was the one that predicted Drake's album before it was announced. He was talking about it, like Drake about to drop. I'm like, bro, and then Drake drops. I'm like, how the hell does academics have to plug on Drake like that? So, anyways, <clears throat> so um he did an interview with T Pain. And T Pain had a lot to say. And one of the things T Pain said was, um, Tupac would get washed lyrically in this era of rappers. And obviously, that has set off a storm of Tupac loyalist um, fans saying he don't need to talk about hip-hop. They bringing up the fact that, you know, he sings with auto-tune and she, you know, niggas is offended, right? So um, it allowed me to think on it. And I was like, you know what, bro? I'm, I mean, listen, man, I, I'm going to speak on my generation of hip-hop, okay? Cause I, and I just had this talk not even too long ago. Actually, I was at the, uh, I just went to the Baby Mother show with uh, Kendora and Rock Floyd and uh, Swerzy. And I don't remember who else. But uh, yeah, there I was talking about it outside with this, with, with this old head. And he was talking, I don't even know how I even got in a conversation with him. But he was talking about um, <clears throat> just how he don't really like, I guess whoever was performing was whack, I guess, and they came outside. People was coming outside, and he called it, like, he must not be that good. And then he was talking about, like, he don't, you know, like, necessarily he listens to a lot of the old people that he came up with still. And uh, I asked him who, like, who his new generation rappers would be. He said Lil Baby, um, Kodak. Um, but he was naming off, like, he, like, I, I, I was talking to him about eras. Like, he said he listens to, um, like, N.W.A., you know what I mean? Like, that's my dad. LL Cool J, uh, N.W.A., when he was naming off people like that, I'm like, bro, he really, like... And then once he got to the South, it was Outkast, who's early 90s. I mean, Outkast was, like, 90... When the fuck did... That was 94, maybe? I have to look. I don't really want to do the research on that. But I know Outkast was one of the first, like, for Ghetto Boys. Like, my dad put me on Ghetto Boys crazy. And I, I talked to him about Scarface and shit. Like, so this is the people he listened to. Early 90s, like, late 80s. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, Cassis, young Cassis listening now don't know shit about that era. And, and for me, I actually had the privilege of growing up with my dad who had all the tapes, all the cassette tapes, some of the eight tracks. He gave me some of the vinyls he got. I still, like, he gave me some of the vinyls he got for Father's Day a few years ago. I just got to get a vinyl player so I can play it. But anyways, and I'm very appreciative for that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was lucky to grow up in that. So I, when he was naming all people, I was able to identify with conversation. And then I was saying, like, for me, like, my generation is, I mean, I would say my, I don't, Ludacris and shit, Jeezy, I was what, that was 13, 14. I was really, that's, I would consider, for me, I would consider 2001-ish, 2002, all the way up into 2000, mid-20s. I would say 2016 or 17, maybe, will be my era. Because now I think it's starting a new era. Like, you know, a lot of the cats that I came up with are considered vets now. Like, Schoolboy Q is a vet now. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> but... Yeah, and the younger cats, like, it's just hard to get into some of what they listen to as far as the younger cats. For me, I just don't have an ear for it, man. I, you know, a lot of it's bullshit. They ain't rapping about nothing, or they, like, doing a lot of screaming shit, uh, which is cool, you know, expression stuff. But for me, that's not what I came up with. And I can identify with older cats in some way. 
with that. But I also can say, like, I do appreciate some newer, newer dude. I think if it goes into a realm of, like, really outside of rapping, like, you're not rapping. You just kind of just saying whatever, screaming, like, Somebody like that would be like Playboy Cardi. Like, I don't fuck with the new Playboy. Older Playboy Cardi, I fuck with because he was rapping a little bit. But now he's not. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I can't get with that. You know, that's not my style. Uh, I'm not a big NBA young boy fan. I know he rapping, but, you know, he also on some, like, uh, I just think he's, he doesn't diversify at all. He stays, which is fine. Like, I like rappers and shit that, that stay in their own lane, but... I just, it's a lot, like you, I don't know, he just put out so much, and then a lot of it's just the same, you know what I mean? Like, um, he, you know, anyways, so we had the conversation, and I was talking about me coming up with, like, Wiz Khalifa and, and Kendrick and J. Cole, and he was saying, like, to him, those are still newer dudes. Well, J. Cole is mid, he about to be 40, like mid-30, he's 37, I think. Um, Kendrick is in his 30s. He's got two kids now. Like, these are, you know, when they came up, that would be considered true. That was 2011 or 10 when they first started really making waves. So I was 21 and they mid-20s. You know what I'm saying? They said a whole 10 years later. So um, they're not young, but they're considered young to somebody to listen to Ghetto Boys and NWA. Absolutely, they're still young. But I was trying to tell him, like, the generations are different. With all that to say is, like, Lyrically, you know, I don't know. I think Tupac, listen, if you put Tupac, if you drop Tupac from then, from 1990, when did he get shot? 96. So if you drop Tupac from 1994 or five, when he was in his prime, I, well, I think he was in his prime earlier when he was talking about shit. Um, like, <clears throat> like Temptations album is probably my I like that album. That's probably my favorite pocket album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, was it ten? And I don't remember the, what year that was. But anyways, that was prime Tupac. But a lot of people don't consider that prime Tupac. So I would say if you put Pac 95, 94 into 2015, Right, so take him and put him in the 2015 or 14. That's Kendrick dropping. Damn, J Cole just dropped 2014. Forest Hills Drive, uh, Big Shines on the run. Uh, you know, it's a lot of li- it's a lot of lyrics. This before Griselda too. Not even talking about them. Uh, so if we t- if we if we if you know, there's a lot of lyrical guys now, man. You know, um, that can rap. You know, I think Kendrick is literally. He's a blend of a lot of people, but he definitely has pocket him for sure as far as uh, his impact. But or like you know the in, uh, the consciousness and all that. But I think he's more artistic than Pac. Pac was artistic, but he was very in your face. And Kendrick is like he makes you really die deep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not in your face. You got to really peel back layers of his shit. So. Um, but I think he pulls from Pac, but he's also more lyrical. Like, I can point to songs like Looking Out for the Detox, Cartoons and Serial, you know, shit like that. Where it's like, he talking about some hard shit, but it's very lyrical. Like, it's a lot of lyrical shit in that. And, you know, he would probably get, I think Jay-Z at this point would, would get Pac. You know what I mean? Now, Pac wasn't. 
Pac wasn't. That's the thing. I don't know why people get so mad about that because he wasn't lyrical. Like if you know Nas and and and, and uh, Big L and shit like that. Like they were lyrical. Big Pun, they lyrical. So if you're looking at them compared to Tupac, Tupac was lyrical um, in a way, but a lot of his shit was just very straightforward. Uh, not storytelling, but until he started, it still got with Death Row. Death Row was all emotion, and he angry and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like early on, it was like he was trying to get a message out. He was trying to. Uh, you know, plant seeds, you know what I mean? He was really on that. And uh, I think when he got away from that, he kind of lost his opportunity to become more lyrical in that by getting into death row and doing the thug shit, thug life and all that shit, where it's like you can still do the thug shit and be lyrical, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I bring up Griselda. That's why I bring up uh, people like that. You know what I mean? Like they can, they're lyrical. They on that thug shit, but they are lyrical. You know what I mean? So like for Pac, I don't really see him. I, I feel like T Pain was telling the truth. To be honest with you, like I, I don't see Pac. If you take him from the mid nineties or like early nineties and put him into two thousand fifteen, fourteen ish, it's a lot of guys that smoking him now. Now, if you put him into the generation now. I don't know. Now he had to go against Kendrick and J. Cole and uh Big Crit. Like Big Crit can out rap Pac, man. Let's be real. Big Crit can out rap Pac lyrically, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just be a hundred, bro. I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. I just that's the facts. Like we're talking about guys that have really honed in their craft. If you look at Hundred Three Thousand, he he can out rap Pac. And that's not even that's day in the same generation. And he could outright Pac. You know what I mean? So, like, Pac wasn't known. I, he's such an icon that people get offended when you actually talk about the music aspect of Tupac. It's like, you know, he was a musician first. He was an artist first before he became this icon, this revolutionary, this, like, you know, had the poems and shit. Like, he's more than a, he's more than a rapper. But if we talking just rap with Pac, there's a lot of guys that's going to smoke him on the track. I would say Wale. I would say Wale. If we've been 100, here I rap Pac. I know people going to think I'm wild and probably going to be offended by this. I don't really care, to be honest. But also, you know, it's the truth. Like, if we've been we look, let's, let's just talk the facts. Now, if we talking, like, I could put, I feel like Scarface, if you put him compared to Pac at that time, he was more lyrical. But Pac was more... He just could reach more people because of his persona was just so big. You know what I'm saying? And like he was doing everything, acting, poems, uh, shoot, everything. You know what I mean? You've seen this dude everywhere. And it's like, and then with the biggie shit, that just blew him up even more. It got out of hand. And so, yeah, I mean, we look at him as this like icon. But if we talking about rap. T Pain not wrong, dog. If you if you take him and, and put his lyric like his lyrical capability against guys that are of this generation that can really rap, he would get smoked. I'm just being a hundred, dog. He's gonna get smoked. It's gonna be a lot of people out rapping him, dog. Let's just be real. Now I wouldn't say I don't know, maybe not a lot of people, but definitely the top tier guys. I think, dog. I know y'all could be mad. But Drake has done it against the best. He went against Kami when that was a little jabs. But the shit against Pusha T for me, I know everybody say put. Y'all know how I feel about that. I've already talked about the Pusha T shit. 
But Drake lyrically outrapped this dude on that song, on those two battle songs. It's facts. He outrapped him. Pusha T's, that's what made me, that's what made me not get Pusha T to W because I'm expecting Pusha T to out, you know, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting Pusha T to be lyrical on this dude and outrap him. And instead, he want to give us a TMZ update. Like, bro, I don't, I, okay, that's cool, but you're supposed to be rapping, dog, not giving me gossip and drama. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> like, nobody cares about it. Now that Drake is in with his kid and shit, that shit is dying off slowly. And Drake's still selling off, selling the records. His last album went that good. It's still going crazy. Like, it's not. That didn't affect him at all. I was like, bro, that didn't affect him. That's not affecting Drake. And I'm looking at you as a rapper. But I guess he felt like he got to leave his legacy that way. So whatever. Anyways, I feel like Drake would. Lyrically, if he put his like Drake is slept on lyrically, dog. He he got this whole image that he's soft and all this shit, and people don't like. Bro, I need to go check his catalog. He really be rapping. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I just feel like it's a lot of guys that we consider if we were to make a 2010 Mount Rushmore and then face them against Pot, they're gonna probably all outrap him. You know what I mean? So like. In a lyrical way. Now, maybe not in uh, maybe not in a persona way, maybe not in an energy way, but Lil Wayne out rap pot. Lil Wayne will out rap pot. Like, it's, look how many people I'm naming right now that I feel like that I know. If y'all really listening, y'all know can out rap pot on some lyrical shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's not offensive, bro. Let's have an honest conversation. That's the same thing way I feel about Michael Jordan. It's like, bro. All right, listen, man. I know y'all have this guy up here, but let's be let's be real. Let's be a hundred. Like he, you know, the competition was questionable. It was early nineties. It was questionable, bro. And he struggled. Everybody just erases the late eighties with with Jordan. Like as soon as it got to the nineties, that's all we remember. We don't remember him getting his ass beat for the late all the way in, when he got drafted to eighty four all the way until the nineties. So he getting his ass beat for six seven years before he got a ring. You know what I mean? Like. Anyways, we just we just don't have these honest conversations about because people that have that came up then. I'm not trying to disrespect the legends. Like I fuck with Pop. He's you know obviously that's one of the pillars of hip hop. Of course I'm a fuck with Pop. I fuck with Michael Jordan. He's the reason why I got Kobe. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm I fuck with Michael Jordan. Don't get me wrong, but there are holes in their in their armor. You know what I mean? There are kinks in their armor. So we can have honest conversation about that. And, and and talk about it. They're not perfect. And lyrically, Pac has some lacking. He lacks lyrically a little bit. Like, everybody makes jokes about the Hennessy. <laughs> Every time he say Hennessy on a song, like, but, you know, that's kind of true. That's kind of his same rhyme scheme. So, like, what do you want me to say? I'm just being a hundred, okay? Um, y'all take y'all comments and put them in the, in the comment uh, on, on Instagram or hit me up. Uh, when I post it in DMs and let me know what y'all think. Uh, but for me, I think pot getting smoked by some guys in my generation. That's just been a hundred, bro. Uh, I hate to say it. I'm, I probably got some pot fans that's coming in here. That's going to go crazy. And I respect that. Uh, but that's how I feel to me. Kendrick's the goat. Y'all know how I feel about that. One of the days I'm going to get into why I feel like he's the goat. I've been feeling it since. Since Kendrick Lamar or LP, honestly, or EP, honestly. But really, really since Section 80 is when I was like, okay. And then he just carried the, carried the torch from there. But, uh, yeah, man, like, I just feel like we don't – our generation doesn't get the credit it deserves by some of the older cats because 
they so stuck on their shit. It's like, well, it's, you know, things have advanced since then. Um, so anyways, and I feel like that may always be the case. One day Zion's going to be like, this dude's better than Kendrick. And I'm gonna be like, you crazy. But it could be. I don't know. I'm going to try to keep my ear open to that. I feel like a lot of a lot of OGs cut their ear off because they hear the bullshit on the radio. And it's like, y'all can't consume what's on the radio, dog. It's watered down. If you're trying to really find some artists, you're going to have to like be connected to them. Stream them. Somebody tell you about them. Some shit like that. Otherwise, you're not going to hear them on the radio. So you're going to think it's nothing but bullshit. You're gonna, and I asked, the, I asked the guy at the at the show. I was like, he said Big was one. Obviously, Big is one of his favorites. And I was like, do you ever like... Do you ever like regret, not regret, but like um, are sad about the fact that you only really get two solid albums from Big and some and some demo tapes to listen to for, you know, he's been dead for over 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Going on 30, really. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, do we ever think about that? Like, that's. He only had two albums, and and you've been listening to the same shit. But he's like, well, you know, I he he's so in depth. He was so like well past his time that it's easy to live. I respect that. I respect that. I, for me, that's the same way I feel about Nip. You know what I mean? Like it, and I think about that with Big because of Nip. Like Nip only gave us one album for real. He got nothing but mixtapes, which is I'm happy and thankful that he has mixtapes. Because if he came up in the 90s and he only had one album and got killed, like, you understand? Like, that would have been crazy. So, like, if he, I'm happy he has those mixed tastes. But I only, I don't get to hear Nip grow from his first album. You know what I mean? Like, I'll never get to hear that, which is crazy. And it's sad. You know what I mean? But I'm thankful he gave us this album. But damn, 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, man, I wish I would have got some more Nip albums. You know what I'm saying? So, like. I always feel like that with Big and, and Pac. Had, the thing with Pac is he had a whole bunch of work, so it don't feel as bad with him. He got like, and he still got music releasing, like, so <laughs> you know what I mean. So like, it's it's hard to say that about Pac, but Big he only had that block of shit that he had, and that's it. You get some loose verses here and there that that Diddy might let go, but other than that, you don't have no catalog, you don't have no full projects, and um, so. I just think about that, and uh, I, I love hip-hop, man. That's one of the main reasons why I started the podcast. So I feel like this topic is going to set some fire a little bit, and we'll see what people say. But that's how I feel, man. That's how, you know, I'm going to give my opinion. You feel that? That's just, I got a mic. I'm going to do it. Anyways, I'll holler at y'all, man. Hope everybody keep having a good uh, summer, and I'll see you on the flip side uh, at the next one. Peace.